This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Kate and the man wearing no top opposite me with a very hairy set of nipples is my better half bodge. Why, why that detail? So gorgeous. Of Look all the you. detail. Tell everyone why you're not wearing a top. Um, it's the hottest day of the year. It's 37.8 degrees at Heathrow, even though no one's at Heathrow, but always in the news, they tell you what it is at Heathrow. It's not 38 degrees now. Also in brackets, 100 Fahrenheit for all the people like my mum and dad who refuse to talk in Celsius because they still that. think it's 1985. So I think it's fair I do this with my top off. I'm so tempted to take mine off. but then I mean, I'd, no one will know. I'd be sitting here with my massive big pregnant tits out. Oh. Which reminds me, uh, you've probably already heard by now. We are having a baby. I am prego. It's happening. We are currently recording. Hold on. <laughs> there you go. That's enough. He's really happy. Still got it. Ten weeks pregnant. It's all his fault. He put a bun in my proverbial oven. This is not what we had planned at all. But well, let's face it, COVID. COVID baby. 2020 has been a bit of a shit show, hasn't it? So how on earth did we get here? Let's fill you in. So after being on the fence about having kids ever since I met Bodge, who's always wanted to be a dad, we did a podcast to find out what parenting was like from those who've done it. It was a very eye-opening experience. Mm -hmm. I think for us and other people listening as well, yeah. that's the, the main <laughs> bit of feedback is no one knows what they're doing. So that's good. And <laughs> um, we spoke to some incredible guests and we both came away feeling like if we ever did go for it and start trying, we'd be more than prepared. Yeah, and it was also incredibly reassuring to hear from so many women who are on the same page as me, content with their lives, either being single or in a relationship, child-free by choice. We heard from hundreds of women who, just like me, never felt that urge or desire to have kids, no loud biological clock ticking inside them. But we also heard from so many women who never wanted kids until they met someone who did, or women who didn't until they fell pregnant by accident and then immediately felt this bond with their baby. And women who hit a certain age and changed their mind. And I think I fall into camps one and three, right? I mean, it's almost like everyone is different <laughs> and you're allowed to make up your own mind. Yeah, I think one of the most important things is the ability to have a choice. That's the most important thing for everyone. And there is no right or wrong. No one is obliged to do anything. So if we help some people make a choice, then that's great. If you were still confused by the end, that's fine. So were we. Yeah, I mean, we were still confused and debating it for six months before we decided that now was the time to start trying. And the reason we decided to start trying, it's a bit of a funny one, isn't it? Because we were supposed to get married. Well, you couldn't have planned this one. No, we couldn't have planned COVID. 
Well, if we did, we would have been pretty evil. Or COVID, as people like to call it. I don't know. Which Balearic one? Islands? Is that the same thing? Not Balearic Islands? Apparently everyone... Let's not go there. There was a meeting and they all decided to change the pronunciation. Anyway. Balearic Islands. Get out! Bullshit. This is bullshit. I am not calling it the Balearic Islands. Such a terrible impression of my mum. Anyway... I was actually doing your dad just then. Either way, it was bad. I feel sorry for everyone who's listening. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess we should start at the beginning, right? Yeah, at the start of this year, a lot of our time was spent planning our wedding, which was meant to take place on Saturday, June 13th, 2020. And can I just say, we had such a great year planned. So if you think about it, we had, we went to Tenerife in March. Yeah. That's our little kind of little summer getaway. Get a bit of uh, hot weather. Then mm. it was going to be my Hindu in yeah. Parma. In April, was that April or May? May, beginning of May, followed and then, by... And the following week, I was going to go to Madrid, which my mate allegedly planned secretly, so I didn't know, but everyone told me. Sorry, Matt. So we are going to do that. And then June, wedding. wedding. And then we had a honeymoon. It was just, we had it all planned. And we did talk about, I think from the end of the podcast, there were conversations happening um, about us trying on our honeymoon well let me give you the brief abridged history of me trying to convince you to have a kid with me he's going to give you his version the correct version go on then son so i think when we met you went not having any kids i went that's fine <laughs> i've got time i didn't want any then we didn't weren't in a rush seven, seven years, years ago. ago yeah it's fine <laughs> then you know next couple of years still didn't want any then i think when i proposed we had a, there was a ba- bit of a meltdown there because you went <laughs> You're proposing, but I don't definitely want kids. And I said, that's fine. If you do decide you don't want kids. You'll just take the ring back. I'll just take the ring back. Absolutely fine. And then, no, but then we did, you did start to say, okay, I think I'll be ready next year. Yeah. And I think that was what, three years ago? Probably four. Probably four. And then you went, oh yeah, I'm not ready yet. So we had a few Januaries where we had to have those conversations. Really awkward conversations. Yeah, really awkward for me because it was like being promised a present. And then... (laughs) And then your dad comes in and goes, I'm sorry, I've spent all the money down the bookies. You can't have a PlayStation. So yeah, we got to the point of getting... Well, we did the podcast actually, and that was probably the point where we said, okay, we're going to genuinely try. And I think going to the fertility clinic had a big impact. Massively. We visited the Lister Fertility Clinic and we met with Dr. Mari Wren. You may have heard of her. She was incredible. I had an AMH test, which basically counted roughly how many eggs I had left. Bodge, Seven. Bodge. <laughs> nice. I was in the bottom 5% for my age, yeah. so very low. Her words were, I wouldn't put it on the back burner too long. And what's interesting is that at that point when you heard that, you started crying. I did. Which look, may not mean anything, but I think probably brought it home for you in a way that you didn't expect. Massively. What it said to me was soon you won't be able to make a choice on whether or not you want to start trying because soon you won't have any eggs left. And I think what's interesting is that some people in your position would have been like, wicked, I don't have long to go before this debate is no longer a thing and I don't have to worry about it. Whereas for you, you were upset by the idea that the answer would be taken out of your hands yeah so then we started talking about trying on our honeymoon Mm. however rona came along then we started talking about possibly delaying it another year getting married in 2021 and trying on our honeymoon then i was panicking because i knew that dr mari ren had said don't put it on the back burner too long and then suddenly it's going to be another year yeah the stopwatch was on and i've got to say at that point i was quite concerned because when we talked about it initially and you went, uh, well, we're just going to have to wait till next year. And there was a bit of me that was like, oh, God, like we may run out of time. And I talked to my mum and she went, Martin, what is going on with children? <laughs> See, that's how you did an impression my mum. Oh, she's going to... And she listens to every episode, so I know I'm going to get it in the neck for that. Martin. 
and uh, she went, you know, come on, just like, you know, talk about it a bit more. Because I've got to say, I did shy away from it quite a bit because it was such an awkward conversation and I was never sure how keen you were on it. Um, so I just started to do that kind of long sell, just warm you up to the idea. Mm-hmm. And it worked. I can't believe your mum is responsible for this. Mum would be delighted at that. Madin. Also, I turned 40 and suddenly, I know this sounds really, it might sound odd. I suddenly felt like, not that I was ready for a child, but I was ready to give it a go to see what happens. <laughs> What's the difference between giving it a go and having well, a child? <laughs> to see what happened because okay, I was right. ready to start trying. It might not have happened for a long time. I see. Right, it might right, have right. happened. I may have miscarried. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I still don't know if I'm ready for a child or not. And I've got a fetus growing inside me. I'm still scared. Yeah. I still don't know if we're doing the right thing, but I'm sure I'm not the only expectant mum that has these thoughts. Like, Yeah, of course not. You, do you know what I mean? But when I've turned 40, there was just this feeling inside me that I just thought, I feel like I've done enough with my life, that I am ready to do something that I've never done before. Mm. So on May the 26th, 2020, we booked our wedding for June the 5th, 2021. This was a Tuesday. And every day of the next four days, Bodge and I, we had some really deep conversations, didn't we, about the possibility of trying before our wedding next year. Well, we looked at it like this. You... Okay, so first of all, you had more people saying to you, why don't you just try it now before your wedding? Yeah, a lot of people were saying, oh, you could whack a child out between now and 2021. That's Kelly, your big sister, used used that phrase precisely, I believe. Whack one out, go on. And um, personally, I hadn't thought that would even be a a potential kind of outcome. So when you said to me, I think you're the one who came to me and said, look, we could potentially... No way. Yeah, you did. No. You came to me and you went, we could try (laughs) now... Before the wedding. No. I didn't suggest that. Here's what happened. I don't have the guts to suggest he's, that. He's, uh, listen, this, my head off. this is what really happened. Just going to sip my wine. This is what really happened. He's sipping his wine. After all the long sell from your mum, the psychological warfare, we had conversations. And honestly, I then started to think, Sales. well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Sales. So I should explain that. I... Uh... <laughs> In my day job, I do sell advertising. And then I, because obviously I look at it as fairly ridiculous at times. And so I come home to Katie and I go, I just point at myself and I go, sales. If he's had a good day. Sales. IO. Leads. (laughs) Leads. Contract. (laughs) Just, I don't know why it makes you laugh, but. Oh dear. Post the rules. Um, (laughs) So after we booked our wedding for June the 5th, Shit got real. I thought, wait a second, let me just do the math. Let me work out if we were to try for a baby now, right now, this week, at the end of May, we'd only be able to try then because if I was lucky enough to fall pregnant there and then, it would mean having the baby mid-February, four months before the big day. We wouldn't be able to have a newborn baby a week old at our wedding. We wouldn't be able to have a one-month-old or a two-month-old. Everybody said to us, the worst bit, is the first three months. So I said to Bodge, here's the deal. Didn't we strike up a deal? We struck a deal. We struck a deal. Do you know what it was? I think because we did it like this, it almost, it was a bit of a game. It wasn't real. And it was a gamble. And it was also highly highly unlikely though, that it would happen, which- You know what it is? Do you remember that JLS song? Thank you, JLS. Um, I gave Bodge one shot. I looked at my calendar. I haven't been on the pill for years. Uh, We've always used an app called Glow. And I knew that I was ovulating on the last weekend of May. I gave him one shot and said, if it doesn't work, if I don't fall pregnant, we have to leave it till next year because we can't have a three-month-old or a two-month-old. And do you know what? I took that. 
I took that because this was the only time ever you had said to me. No, to be fair, in the past you'd said, "May I? Oh, fuck it, let's maybe just do it." And then when it came to doing it, you're like, "Oh no, get away from me!" Just didn't make those noises. That would have been weird. <laughs> but this is the first time you'd ever said, "Right, come on, let's do it." And I was like, "Sweet geese." I'll. Do you know what? If it doesn't work, at least we gave it a, a shot. That, that's getting tired now isn't it yeah no more please yeah and so I thought okay we'll do this I'll take it I'll take it and you know it made it you know it was a bit of fun and you love a gamble when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply We worked out that I was ovulating on Friday the 29th of May. That's what Glow was telling me. So, Friday night we did it. I'm so sorry. Everyone knows now that we did the sex. Because I tell you what, you went, okay, we're going to try. And I thought you said we're going to try two days before... And then yes. we got to bed and it was a Thursday and I was like, oh, okay, I guess we're not doing it. And, I, and then the minute. next day... Bull crap. No, no, the next day you went, oh, are we not trying? No, you've got that wrong. You have selective memory, bud. You've got selective memory. I will smash your face in. That's not... Listen, go on. I, I went to bed Thursday night and I was waiting for you and I put on silk, a silk 90 and everything. <laughs> and you came up and you were so long and then you just came into bed and went, night, babe. I didn't think that... And I was all ready for you and everything. I didn't think that was the night. You were very unclear. My eggs were so ready for you. My calendar was blank. I laid there in bed, Bodge, and I thought, perhaps now he doesn't want to try for a baby after all. It was a tactic. What I was doing is I was drawing you in deeper. It absolutely was. Call me Neo. Mind games. (laughs) So Friday we did it. And it was great. Sorry, Mum. Sorry, Des, in case you're listening. We did it. It was in a bed. It was lovely. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was just well I'm just saying it was nice wasn't it okay well just <laughs> Saturday night we were going to do it and then uh, Bodge came to bed and said why have you got Mario Badescu all over your face and so I was like I just I'm can not- I just add people who don't follow you on Instagram Mario Badescu is like a spot cream it's not it someone lo- else it looks like <laughs> I, we don't we're not in that kind of <laughs> open relationship I'm very relaxed so Mario Badescu is a spot cream, not a person. <laughs> I imagine it is a person as well, but he's he's created a spot cream. He could be anyone. I think he's a really old doctor. Anyway, we digress once again. I had spot cream all over my grid and he was like, yeah, we're not doing it tonight. You look like Spotty from Super's Head. Sunday. Sunday was the day, was I it? got the worst pain in my left ovary. Now, I read this, uh, I can't remember when, but some women, when they're trying for a baby, are lucky enough to feel the pain when they're ovulating from their left or right ovary, whichever side you're ovulating from. And I've always experienced this pain ever since I come off the pill. At first, I thought I had a hernia. Do you remember? We ended mm. up in an A&E hospital in Greece because I thought I had a hernia. I mean, she's been to the doctors about three or four times about this hernia, which turns out was just her completely natural reproductive system. But that's, that's fine. We're not going to waste anyone's time. In the National Health Service. I did, didn't you I? You did. I swear I've got a hernia. I think I've got it on both sides as well listen no you prat once a month at the same time roughly every month she's not a drama queen that's the important i'm really worried about what a child's going to has. so anyway i could tell that i was ovulating so we did it again didn't we yes once again it was lovely really nice tell everybody what you did that time why are you reviewing i won't i'm so sorry tell everybody what you did after we did it that night 
I pumped your legs. He lifted my ankles up and shook my whole body upside down because he thought that the sperm would travel quicker to meet my egg. Look, I know it's bullshit, um, <laughs> but when you've got one chance, you're just going to take whatever you can. I mean, were you hurt at the end of the shaking? No, no it was fine. No one lost anything. No, I didn't. I expelled some extra calories. And, and I laughed. So, you know, it's, yeah. not, it's not often I laugh after sex. So thank you for bringing that one <laughs> thank in. Thank God. Um, so we worked out on the calendar that we conceived either on friday the 29th of may or sunday the 31st of may i think it was the sunday do you i think it was the sunday i reckon it was the friday i think it was the ankles <laughs> i think the ankles did it so fast forward two weeks i didn't come on my period well what i'll say is bef- before we jump ahead that quickly so we had those kind of two weeks where you have these moments where you're going should you do a test should you do this should you? and i kept saying you should do a test and you went no I'll find out when I come on my period. And I was just like, well, just, just do a test. You're like, no, 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 no. You just like dug in. I was like, look, I'm not going to fight you on this. We'll, we'll figure this out eventually. I can just wait. I did think I was going to come on my period. And I didn't come on. On the Monday, there was nothing. Sunday, I was due on. Sunday, the 14th of June, I was due on my period. Monday, nothing. Tuesday, nothing. At this point, I just knew because I'm like clockwork with my period. So I did a pregnancy test in secret on the slide that was bang out of order why i just wanted to know so i kept talking to you about it and i was like i thought we're going to do this this thing together this is what happened i was so we've got a bedroom with an ensuite bathroom and i was sat on the bedroom floor i think you were brushing your teeth or something and i was going to you come on it's been like three or four days why don't you do a pregnancy test now and you turn around and you went because i've already done one and you threw it at me you threw it at me when i was on the floor and i was like like, how am I, I going to di- react to that? I didn't know how to react. I think I was a bit embarrassed, a bit nervous, a bit scared. Also, the pregnancy test that I did was one that I'd had in the cupboard for quite some time. And the, the line was really faint, the second line. So I didn't believe it was real. Yeah, yeah. So you, I threw you were it, right then. You were right throwing I, at I me. I threw it at you and I went, I didn't throw it at you really hard. It didn't hurt you, did it? No, it didn't hurt me, but it was Good. a stick. Sti- Why are you moaning then? It was a pissy stick. Can I recommend one thing, ladies? Don't do a test on the slide and then lob the stick at your boyfriend and in a kind of like, well, here you go. Fuck off. Because <laughs> in I my did, head, I had this I moment where I was it. like, oh my God, we're going to do it together. We're going to see it. And we're going to be like, ha, we're going to cry tears of joy and we're going to be all happy. Instead, she just lobs it at me like a fucking tennis ball. Did I say, there you go, fuck off. You did may I? as well have. No. Listen, selective memory. You basically then- tell me to fuck off and get out of the house <laughs> and take your baby with you. I'll keep the dogs. That's what I heard. Anyway, so she had this faint line on there and you were like, what do you think this means? I was like, I wasn't even there when you did the test. You don't even have the instructions. I don't fucking know. I've never pissed on anything. What do you think this means? Well, uh, so yeah. The next day he drove me to Crouch End and we went into a boot and we got a clear blue and it was one of those early indicator tests and we did it together because that's what you wanted because you got all diva about it. Oh yeah, and the moment wasn't ruined, so that's fine. I weed on the stick in front of you. No, I shut the door and then I opened the door when the lid was on and said, here we go. And we looked at it and it came up two to three weeks pregnant. There you go. But the magic was gone by then. So. <laughs> magic was gone. Oh my goodness. Should we just talk about those next few minutes where we knew from the clear blue that I was definitely two to three weeks pregnant because mm. this was major for us. Yeah, it was very lucky. I mean, beyond lucky. Because the thing is, we've talked to so many people and it's one person can have a very lovely environment one person can have great sperm. It doesn't make a difference. You know, you, you need to be quite lucky for it to all happen at once. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think that that afternoon we were in shock 
I don't really remember us speaking about it like I was definitely pregnant. That's just a bin vans outside. <laughs> it's fine. It's quarter to ten, so naturally the bin vans are here. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Really enjoyed it. We can't bloody wait to move. Oh, yeah, we bought a house. Yeah. That's fun, isn't it? Do you know what's funny is that we've obviously bought the house and everyone keeps going, oh, you have to fill it with some kids now. And I have to keep <laughs> pretending that we're, I'm like, oh, and come up with some shit excuse. Yeah. Um, but it's great timing because yeah. we bought a house. Uh, we wanted to leave this flat for ages anyway, but our buyers had to pull out because COVID um, in March. So we put the flat back on the market in June, July. Um, we sold it last uh, two weeks ago. There they go. Off they pop. Goodbye, bin men. Thank Just you for collecting our rubbish. Crushing up the bins. Um, anyway. So anyway. So, yeah, the, got... the immediate reactions were... Yeah, I don't remember. What did we do that day? I honestly do not remember. Oh, I phoned my best friend Skin in, in America. That was the first yeah. thing I did, didn't I? I oh, FaceTimed yes. her. Yeah. I FaceTimed Skin and I said, Babe, I've got something to tell you. And yeah, we had a lovely phone call face to face because I had to tell she somebody. She was very happy for you. Yeah, she was buzzing. She couldn't believe it. She was like, I never thought you would do it. So it was really lovely to share our joy straight away. What did you do? I know what you did straight away. What? You went on mum's net. <laughs> nah. You did. I didn't go on mum's net. What I did was, I, do you know what it is? Okay, so we did this podcast before and, you know, we always said, okay, we may not know what we're doing, but at least we're better prepared. And so I... The moment that Kate told me the news, I realised I actually don't know anything. Because <laughs> at that point, I, I couldn't have felt more clueless. When I feel like that, I try and get as much information as possible. So I went, I just searched pregnancy books. Mum's Net at the top. I've heard of Mum's Net. They're reputable. It's love that you went on Mum's Net. I've Bought the first mom. three. You're reading What to Expect when you're expecting. And I'm reading Expecting Better by Emily Oster, which is really good because she looks a lot of the science yeah. uh, of what you can and can't do, like drinking coffee. Debunking myths almost, right? Yeah, but she's looking at the actual scientific studies, um, which for me, I'm a bit of a nerd, so that works well. I love it. So yeah, I've got the books. How did you feel? How did I feel? Um, it's so strange because it was only eight weeks ago, yet I feel like I don't remember how I felt that day. I remember phoning skin and being really excited. But since then, I've obviously had my days where I've cried and wondered what the heck I'm doing. Are we going to be good parents? Is the baby going to be okay? The one thing I will say is that from the moment I found out that there was something growing inside me, I didn't want to lose it. And mm. I never thought that I would feel like that. <laughs> I didn't. And, um, it's been the strangest 2020. I can't believe the things that have happened this year and that haven't happened and where we are now because, I mean, we might have tried on our honeymoon and we could be in the same position, but yeah. it's just the way it's happened and the fact that we're doing it before we get married. And yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited that we're on this journey together. <laughs> That's what Tim West would do, would do if he found out he was... I am. I, I obviously... You know how much I love you. And I, I wanted to make you a dad for so long. I just wasn't ready. And Can I, I tell feel... you what pregnancy's done to her? It's made her soppy. Proper soppy. I love it. 
Anyway, let's leave it at that because I've actually got lots of good stuff about how you've changed and I'm going to save that for the next episode because it's very funny. Next episode will focus primarily on the early stages of pregnancy, the symptoms. What I have to deal with. What Bodge has to deal with and more. Thank you so much for listening to our first episode of season two. We are back and we couldn't be more excited to share our journey with you. If you've never subscribed to our podcast, please click subscribe so you can be notified when the next episode comes out please rate us we'd love you to give us five stars if you don't you're dead to us also anyone who leaves us a review i think it's only apple podcast that you do a review we'll be reading some out next week so yeah we had some really lovely comments from you uh, about the last season when we announced uh, i think last weekend that we were doing series two this came in from carol leg she said love this podcast can't wait for series two i was undecided and i turned 40 on july the first i'm now due to give birth to a baby boy on the 17th of august petrified but excited it's a tough decision and a very personal one there is no right or wrong the main thing is that you are happy so if all's gone well with you carol she will have a little bundle of joy in her life right now i hope the first few months of your uh, new life as a mom have been amazing and incredible and you're not too tired and what's funny is loads of people in that post on Insta went oh we thought you were going to tell us you're pregnant (laughs) yeah psych we were anyway thank you for listening this has been fun me and my massive pregnant tits are going to go and have a lie down now because obviously I'm tired until next week Live. Watcher. All right, Dad. Uh, I love the word watcher. I've never ever heard you, you say You clearly it. don't listen to my radio show because I say watcher all the time. Okay, I've heard you say it on radio, but never in real this life. This is bullshit. Brilliant. That's what we're going to have to deal with. You got the street bike KTM 129 Super Duke GT, have you, mate? Good one. Clearly is bar mitzvah and... What the fuck was that? <laughs> we're about to get murdered. I think someone's just taking bits of our house away, <laughs> which is fine. What was that? Someone probably kicking something down the road. I as per usual. Someone uh, ripping our gate off. Yeah, probably. Welcome to Hackney. Brilliant. I think you dropped your phone. Yeah, I know. I think I did too.